All right, diary listeners, welcome back to the show. This is part three and our final episode with Jason Leeser, Your Idols Have Idols. And the reason for that title is because Jason dropped so many awesome shout outs in this episode. So keep your ears sharp, but uh, never fear. We'll be uh, listing all of his uh, wonderful referrals and inspirations later in the show. We'll be following up at that point. Also, we would love to uh, say happy holidays to everyone. We know that Christmas just passed. This is the last day of Hanukkah, so we do hope that it's been a wonderful eight crazy nights, and uh, this marks the end of 2022, so it's a pretty awesome wrap-up, and we're excited to leave you all with some wonderful, wonderful people to follow. Thank you, Jason, and enjoy, listeners. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. My next question, I wanted to ask you um, influences and oh, shadows. I've I know got this is going to be long list. I know this is going to be a long All list, right. but if you could, uh, you know. So top three. You're uh, on a stage. I'm going to need more than three. You're on a stage. You're doing your speech. You're not going to be able to say everybody because you know there's time. But you know the the ones, the highlights, the ones that come to mind first. And so then, you know, a lot of people that I really find myself drawn to. Um, well, so I have two different lists. I have one of artists that I'm really drawn to whose work I really admire, and then people that have really directly influenced mm-hmm. me. So there's two different lists, right? Yeah. Because not everyone that I find myself drawn to have directly influenced me as far as like getting to talk to them, meet them, get tattooed by them, et cetera. We'll start with the influences because that's like your stage acceptance speech of your award. Right. So and then you can go into who you Some just of like, the oh. biggest influences <laughs> I have had in my career so far are um, Guy Aitchison. I cannot thank you enough personally and professionally, literally for everything you have done for the decades of commitment to education and tattoo teaching you have put forth. You, I got your first edition of Reinventing the Tattoo back when I was in college and I learned more from reading that book than I did in five years of art school. It was absolutely transformative in my career in artwork in tattooing in everything i used to sit up late at night and read that i had pages highlighted books like pages marked with passages like the whole nine um then i got the second edition and i was like oh shit this is in full color this is amazing (laughs) yeah step up hell yeah and for kai Anderson's work that's yeah you need to see that in color it's another part of it um and it completely transformed my life. So I have to credit him with the majority of Most of my us work, do. Right? <laughs> Even people that don't acknowledge yes. it do. They you do. Know? They have um, to. So he was by far one of the absolute number one biggest influence on my career so far. Um, guys like Clint Danroth and everyone else that I love up in Canada, you guys have literally changed my life and my body in more than one way. Um <laughs> 
I got tattooed by Clint Danroth, like I said, at London a few years back and was a life altering experience because I didn't know tattoos could be both graphic and fine art at the same time. And that's what this guy does. That's what really good tattoos are. I'm working on yeah. that more and more. That's like a big challenge for me. I was I like, that. dude, you're combining like Art Nouveau swirls and like filigree style designs with more traditional Japanese motifs. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Yeah, right? That's, that's how I feel about get more tattoos. Oh, Steve Moore. Steve Moore. Oh. Oh. So he is definitely someone that I find my work drawn to because, oh. I mean, this dude paints on skin. Dude, he is... He has mastered fine art tattooing. He has. There's he, no getting I, around there it. There is no getting around it. It's like everything and a, and a, and a bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so circling back over as well. It's super kind of what, what oh I've my understood God. about He him. is such a yeah. nicest person I've never met him, meet. but like as far as like how I see him like so interact. I got to meet him. I, I went to the Deadly Tattoo Convention in June of this year. Uh, hosted by James Anthony, Chris... Um, all of the guys over at Deadly, Ali May, you wow. rock. You are a sweetheart. I'm sorry I didn't get tattooed by you. I wanted to. We ran out of time and you were packing up. <laughs> um, don't worry. If you do it again next year, I will be there and you are tattooing me. Don't I will have that. body space. I will make the space if I have to. That's right. Um, face. If I have to carve <laughs> off skin to open up more area, I will. Aww. Um so everyone over there, the whole Tex family was absolutely oh, divine. Oh, the Tex family is incredible. And they are the nicest people you will ever meet. And if you get the chance, look up James Tex's work. Oh, my God. That dude Amazing. is right up there with Steve Moore, in my opinion. I mean, very illustrative in My style. tattoo artist turned me on to him. He was like, this is somebody I just creamed my pants over. Seriously. He's incredible. Like, I look at everything the man does, and I'm just like, oh. Uh-huh. And, and it's... He does nothing but like ready made so that it's like full body suits. Yeah. And and he's so oh, from what I've heard, he's so efficient. Perfect so he, word. Like he tattoos super efficiently, which means quickly mm-hmm. and just quickly, thoroughly solves all of his problems before he ever touches skin. Yeah. He already knows exactly what colors are gonna go where, where the value is, where the light is. A lot of that comes down, and I was ta- I was overhearing a conversation between James Tex and Steve Morris. They were doing a collaborative the fuck, tattoo. Dude, that should have been a. They recording. were doing a. <laughs> they were doing a collaborative tattoo <laughs> in Canada at the Deadly Show over three days. What? Okay, three <laughs> days back to back, and they covered this guy's entire mm. both thighs mm. from start to finish mm. in full color, and these pieces are. Unreal. God bless the um, wearer too. My God. Yeah, yeah. Three eight-hour days in a row. Jesus. Yeah. But still. Twenty-four hours in three days. That's but amazing. I was I was overhearing them talking about their methodology and how they sketch. It just sketching, mm-hmm. right? And how they do a form of what's known as volume sketching. Okay. Right. How they're keeping things very loose as far as their hand movements are concerned, but as they're sketching, they're creating the volume that they need Mm -hmm. to define shape, to define light, to create a volume feel Mm -hmm. with everything that they sketch and draw. So they don't have to think about, oh, where is this part rounded and bulging? How's the light going to hit that? They already know. Right. 
And that's all from the sketch that they did. Yeah. Right? Well, and I think it's from sketching a lot. All of them, you know, and this is something I think I need to return to more, uh, if I can critique myself, is just doing a lot. That's why I've been adamant about a sketchbook, mm-hmm. doing Inktober and things like that, exploring mediums. It's because the more you do it, the more that muscle memory grows. And it is. You f- you find the volume. It is it is exactly that. Like, I'm paying attention to negative space and things mm-hmm. like that. But the more you have that imprint in your head and the more you do it, the more you can reference these banks in your head. Exactly. And then you can call upon it whenever. And it, it you are you look like you're just able to like and they, they are able to now. Just just do things from memory like yeah. that and find it because they already know and they just they just allow themselves to find the shapes and the motions. It's it's just brilliant. It really so, is brilliant. As well, big shout out to Chris Dunn. Um, Chris Dunn also works with James and Anthony Mm -hmm. on a regular basis over at Deadly Tattoos. Um, I was fortunate enough to get the first half of my stomach done by Chris Dunn while I was up at the Deadly Show. Um, Chris has been a very heavy influence on my life and in my style. Everything that guy creates is gold. Mm -hmm. Absolute gold. (laughs) And like completely transformed the way that I do a lot of stuff. Um, as well, Fibs. Uh-huh. Uh, big shout out to Fibs over at Guru Tattoo in San Diego. Um, you have had more of an impact on my life and career than I think you will ever know. Uh, the first year I went to London uh, was shortly after I had taken a trip over to Rome. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I actually met up with Fibs in London. And he's like, yeah, I'm not working it this year, but like, you know, come on, stop by. We'll hang out and we'll have fun and, you know, I'll, I'll take you around. And I was like, uh, all right. Yeah, cool. Like, um, sure. Yeah, that, that, let's do that. Please. Um, so I flew out to London and I was like, cool. Yeah, this is awesome, man. And he's like, oh, come here. Let me introduce you to these guys. Aww. And he was taking me around and introducing me to people like Bill Canales out in nice. San Diego. Nice. Uh, uh, and I was just like, dude, I'm not worthy to be here, but thank you. Um, like, and walking me around, introducing me to all of these people. You're worthy because you are there. I and that's Did you hear what you just said? I was just, you know, a trip to Rome. I was just yeah. coming over. So, <laughs> funny story. I only went to Rome. A very good friend of mine uh, was going through a really terrible breakup mm-hmm. and needed to get out of Dodge for a little bit. And I'm like, yo, cool. All right. Awesome. I've got a little bit of money saved. I'm like, let's go on vacation. Pick a spot. Throw a dart at a map. I don't care. Let's go. You're that call friend. Me, call so me how back. How did you ever say you're not worthy? To- <laughs> call me back when, when you decide where we're going. That's I'll give you 30 minutes to figure it out. And I hung up the phone. Uh-huh. I was like, cool. I'm whatever. Called her back 30 minutes later. And I was like, where are we going on vacation? She's like, you can't be serious. I'm like, oh, you haven't decided? Cool. We're going to Rome. Pack your shit. We leave in a month. Right on. Um, and we went to Rome for six days Aww. during the Rome Tattoo Convention. Right on. Because uh, all of my vacations, well, all yeah, of my trips, they are all planned around tattoo conventions. Yeah. All of them. Everywhere, every time. I don't, it's unless kind of, tattooing's involved, I don't really do it. That's kind of um, what I like, too. Yeah. I don't. I don't I it's don't. awesome. You well, never know who you're going to run into and who's going to be there, who's going to have time, who you can collect a piece from. 
Yeah, and it's just so it's multifaceted, dude. Like it, it's like us. The last time we played cards against humanity, yeah. like that was a big part of it. Like, and it, I got like four expansion decks <laughs> sitting in the other room. I know, with, like brand new, brand new expansion packs. Like some of them are awesome. Which is why I recommended the game night because I was like, this would have totally been awesome, and, right? Like, for Jason and all he brought. And I didn't even capitalize hey, on you know what? Time. Doesn't doesn't really matter. There, there's we're doing this. Always next year. We're doing this. Yeah, this exactly. Making memories. But um, no, you're right. Yeah. So I was there. We were out there. We stopped by the Rum Tattoo Convention. It was great. Fibs was there doing walk-ups all weekend. It's awesome. I'm like, uh, you're Fibs? He's like, oh, yeah, man. How's it going? And I'm like, uh, I'm doing great. You're probably booked all weekend, but like, you know, do you mind if I sit and watch? And he's like, oh no, I'm doing walk-ups. He's like, are you trying to get tattooed? And I'm like, uh, yeah, please. Can I? No, like soon? Now? Yes? Maybe? And uh, he sat down and he had free-handed a peony on my knee. Wow. And uh, we hit it off. I was talking to him. So you oh, have man. a peony. Yeah, I do. I do have a peony. Um, and I was talking to him. I was like, oh, you know, like I, I've got a lot of like really... I just came across a couple of these guys that are really awesome. I was like, you know, the the one guy that I, I absolutely love his work, I can't get over, I was like, is James Tex. Mm. He's like, oh, yeah, I was just out getting tattooed by him. And I'm like, no, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. He, and he pulled up his, like, his shorts to show me his. He's like, yeah, we got, like, one one session left to go on it. Um, and I'm like, oh, how, like, what? It's magical. Yeah. It radiated light, like the clouds parted, yeah. the angels started singing, yeah. and from there we just hit it off. Um, we spent so much time talking and chatting while he was tattooing me that I was like, "Dude, dude, don't even worry about doing full color. Just do black and gray, man. You've yeah. been here working on this long enough. Make your money. I've shot myself in the foot at shows before right. from just how long things are taking because I like to talk with people." Right. Um, now, whenever I'm tattooing, I don't really talk so much, but that's only because I realize people are paying me to tattoo them and not to talk to them. Yeah. So yeah, light bulb. Um, but so I was like, dude, do a limited color palette, do the leaves and you know, a color and keep everything else black and gray, man. I'm not done getting tattooed by you, but right. you know, I know what it's like to be at a show and to need to make your money back. Yeah. So that's what we did. And then we booked an appointment for my whole right side. Nice. Um, that's yeah. awesome. He's like, yeah, man, come out to London. I'll take you around London. We'll hang out a little bit there. And then uh, when we get back to the States, I'll be doing a guest spot in New York City. Nice. Uh, he's like, come on out and we'll get started on your side. And I'm like, okay. Don't know if I'm ready for that yet, but. Um, We're doing it. Yeah, that. Let's do that. Right. I had, I think, a year or two before I had gotten my other side done by Dave Tavanaugh. Oh, wow. Um, and, Very cool. Uh, yeah, that was... That's awesome. That, Dave's it, another Dude, one. it's awesome. It's a panther head with a candle burning in its mouth, burning at both yes. ends. Yeah, of course. Because I have no that. stops. Um, <laughs> like, if I'm not doing one thing, I'm doing something else. And if I'm not doing that, I'm doing something else. Yeah, that's and classic like, Dave Tavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the same way. He's a workhorse, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but he sat down, he drew that on me and it was awesome. But I was like, yeah, yeah. I, so I'll have like fibs and I'll have Dave and life is good. And we'll never have to get anything else painful done again. And then I show up and I see the size of what fibs is tattooing on my side. And I'm like, um, 
Okay, um, it's a bit bigger than I thought, but uh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Um, and it's epic. Oh, I yeah. absolutely loved it. Took about a year and a half to complete, going nice. once every three months. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it yeah. takes. Six hours a shot, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. That's and, about as much. I, I mean, that's beyond my max on my side. I'm going to be real with you. A like, lot of I'm it was not... just getting yourself into that meditative state. Fuck that. But Fibs is also very efficient. <laughs> a good 35 no, that's why, that's, why, that's why I say it. Because they get in, they get out. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And they move on. It's you lay it in, you saturate, yeah. and you move to yeah. the next spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I was getting, uh, one of my sessions actually took place at the London show the following year. And I flew out there. I didn't even expect to get tattooed by him at the show. I flew out there because I really enjoyed the show the previous year. And I wanted to go back and do some networking and all that stuff. Because I'm real big on networking. Well, and it sounds like you're really big on... If you want to meet people, get tattooed by them. Yeah. And if you want to learn from them, get tattooed by if them. That is one of the yeah. biggest and best pieces of advice I can give to anyone. Yep. You find someone, you fall in love with their work. Number one, watch their whole portfolio evolve over mm-hmm. several years. If you start to see them moving in a direction that you're not really super keen with, and I've seen this with a couple of different people, um, don't get tattooed by them. But yep. watch their progress over a period of time first. Yep. Right? And if you absolutely know that everything that they touch is gold, that's, get tattooed by that's them. That's it. You want to learn how they do what they do, mm-hmm. get tattooed by them. You have their un divided attention Yep. for as long as it takes for them to tattoo you. And you get to feel it. Yeah. Well, and you pick up on a lot of other things yes. like what's their angle of attack? How much hand yep. pressure are they using? What are they running their machines at? Yep. What black are they using? Yep. Right. All of that is relevant. If you're paying attention. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't even have to ask too many questions. You're like, oh, okay. That's how you're doing all of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, maybe you're sketching everything in with like a tight three first and then yep. building that up with a loose seven or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's something you might not pick up on unless you're there getting tattooed. Yeah. Right? Yep. So get tattooed by people you really, really admire. Yeah, it's expensive. It is. I admit that. I would also save my money getting... I, I even at one point in time was working another full-time job on top of tattooing just so that I had enough money to survive and save and get tattooed by other artists. That's awesome. Yeah, I worked for 80 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had no stops. I mean, it's your body, man. Like, And that's the thing is that you don't... You only get it once, and it's really painful and expensive to get it removed and redone. So just do, do it, it right well. the first time. Yeah, do it well. You know? So, like, for me, yeah. I was making a little bit of money at the time, but that was all getting poured into advancing my career. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Cool. Yeah, that's why I traveled so much. Well, and that's advancing career and, you know, the I mean, just like the art that you're collecting. It's on yeah. your body. Like, and so I get to not... turn around and say, oh, yeah, that so-and-so did this. So-and-so yeah. did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I went out to this place and got this done by this guy. Fucking overheard Steve Moore and James Tex yeah. doing collab and what they do. Yeah, and it's epic. <laughs> Your jaw's going to hit the floor when you see it. My jaw hits the floor when I look at them. Yeah, wait until <laughs> you see their do. collab. My jaw, I... It is on... All right, I'm just going to pull it out. Because <laughs> um, you're, you're going to lose your mind. No, I know. I know. 
I, I lose my mind just of them individually. Them together has got to be... I mean, it's the same... Um, Phil Garcia has done collaborations I wonder if we're going to see her jaw hit the floor. Oh, so beautiful. I love... Love so much the color dynamics. That's what they I love about them. It's yeah. just it's just perfect amount of contrast. Yeah. Everything so beautiful. Wow, so beautiful. Their work is so dope. Yeah. So, so you can find the uh, the collaborative thigh tattoos on uh, Steve Moore's Instagram at Get More Tattoos. That way, uh, y'all can refer. You should be following him anyway. Yeah. He's just amazing. And same with James Tex, incredible. Um, and then you'll nice. find them both. But the, it's these are incredible tattoos. Yeah, I. Yeah. They tell a story, you know, and that's. Ugh. I'm they just... do. They always tell a story. But it's like when you see something like that, true works of art on skin, you can't help but admire it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, super intelligent, super awesome, nice guys, too. Uh, big shout out to Anthony Tex, too, by the way. I got to yes, talk to him yes. a little bit yeah. at the Deadly Show. Mm-hmm. Um, he was knocking out this gorgeous black and gray Kitsune. It's not um, even enough that like one is awesome. It's like a family. I know it's it, there is <laughs> something in the water where they live. There has to be. Yeah, kids there, it, it's cool. like a magic spell or something. I don't know. I don't know, but mm-hmm. they are what the knowledge that they've acquired and the skill set that they possess is unlike anything I think the tattoo world has seen. Yeah, it's no, like I, I it's agree. like the Lou family, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It, yep. It's just on a whole different dimension. Absolutely. So. Yeah, it's um, next level. Those are, those are some of my direct people that have influenced me. Sorry for the tangents. Lucky bastard. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I mean, <laughs> hey, you're more than welcome to come with me anytime. I shouldn't. I have to head back up to uh, Canada. Word. I have to head back up to Canada That's to get my stomach finished. <laughs> well, it's not really my stomach, though. It goes from like right under my pectoral on my left side all the way down to mid-thigh. When is it? Um, it's a tengu. It's a bird tengu. No, when is it? When oh, are you I going? haven't scheduled it Why yet. Why are these things sticky? My ass has been know. sticking to these goddamn stools the whole time. I'm like taking my butt. Well, damn. Oh, all the way down. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can see the, the Dave piece, but. Nice. I yeah. love. I love, I love. Yeah. I love those feathers. I was like, dude, here's an awkward spot. Fill it up with something. Do your nice. thing. Uh, he's like, well, give me some direction, man. Um, and if you guys get the chance, take a look at the interview I did with Chris Dunn. Um, it's up on the Reinventing the Tattoo YouTube channel. Uh, really fascinating. Uh, awesome. Just his methodology and everything like that. Um, Follow Reinventing the Tattoo. Any, it's like all of it. Yeah. The podcast, all of it. Like, just, I can't. Uh, I'm going to be going over with Gabe at sometime soon. Uh, my my link, because they changed the platform, mm-hmm. doesn't work the same. So I haven't been able to offer uh, my people right, right. My, yeah, my discount right now. Because um, things kind of switched up, I think, for the better. Because I'll be able to like specifically have links for different things for you guys. But, um, yeah, uh, I got to hook up with Gabe. But, like... I don't care what I get from it because it's an affiliate link. It gives me yeah, a little yeah, kickback. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Um, I'm going to be honest about that. If I if yeah. I shout them out, my affiliate link, I get a little bit from that referral. But 
It's so good. I'm not, I don't care. Yeah. I, just do it. I used to have one don't, as well. It yeah. lapsed. Once again, just like yeah. yours, it's broken. I don't really care. Like well, I'm still, I'm still pushing it because it had so much of an impact on me. Yeah. And that's the thing is that these are people that I have met. Like I, I've met Guy, I've met Gabe. We, I mean, Paradise Artist Gatherings yeah. I've gone to since like, uh, I don't know if it's the beginning, but I've been going for a long ass time. And these people have made such an impact. So I do not mind making like suggesting yeah. that you give them your money because it will be worth every single penny Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely it every is 100%. Penny. Yeah. Well, isn't that a lovely segue for 10% off since I just got my new link from Gabe? Here it is, diary listeners. Reinventingthetattoo.com backslash apprenticeship diaries. That will save you that link when you sign up for the year's worth of the Reinventing Tattoo Canon. It will save you 10% and it will open up worlds of knowledge that whether you are a beginning tattoo artist, apprentice, seasoned folk, this is continuing education for all, and it's grounded in fundamentals of art. And it's just, it's its so nice to revisit your roots, and I think all can benefit. So go check it out. It's a wonderful thing. This is the holiday season. I do not think it's too late to offer up a gift to the artist in your life, or maybe perhaps your studio. Guy is very open to people buying this for their studio to take advantage of. So please, go check it out. On with our podcast. And nothing but great people. It's like Mark said, you know, the people that come to these events, you don't have anything to fear about them being dicks. Cause no, we're, we're all nice people. Yeah. We all just want to see everything get elevated. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. want to help bring this industry up to a higher level. Yep. I think personally, and this is why I try to do as many like interviews and Q&A sessions with different artists that I really admire. Um, another one, by the way, sorry, sidetrack. No, uh, is, we didn't uh, really, we segued, so keep going. Is uh, Rich Wren. Um, big shout out cool. to Rich Wren over at Relic Tattoo. Um, okay. Very good friend of mine. He's getting his back done by James. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> once again, extremely efficient tattoo. I say all this, I haven't reached out to any of these people to like see if they would be interested in anything. So I should probably just do that and just wait and see. So Rich... Rich's studio is 15 minutes away from where I live. Mm. I took all of my equipment up there. Once again, this is all on the Reinventing the Tattoo YouTube channel. I did a live tattooing Q&A with Rich as he was tattooing his co-worker's head. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Bless that person. (laughs) Yeah. He, he, He was done the entire thing start to finish in like three and a half hours. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The entire wow. like side of his dome, the super intricate centipede. Oh, cool. Oh, it's wicked. I mean, I could never date that person because centipedes are kind of a thing for me. It's a little, They're cool as shit. But he, he does no, a lot of like spooky, creepy stuff. The but centipedes like, are better than the, the the ones that have like the hairy feet. I don't know what they're called, but like they got like, it's a different oh, kind yeah, of Oh yeah, the centipede. little silverfish? No, no, no. no, no. 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 They're... 
Oh, they're the big centipedes. guys. They're like a centipede, but they've got those like extra long legs. They're just like oh. hairy legs, and like there's a million of them. Like I, I think of centipedes. You see them? You see maybe the I'm confusing crickets. centipedes and millipedes. Yeah. I don't know, but there's centipedes that are segmented and stuff. These probably are, but they've got like they're like the house dungeon assholes. <laughs> oh God! And they're like they've got. They like that, like Wait. fur for legs, and like the, it's like they when you, they move, like there's this undulations of waves because there's so many legs and they're moving so fucking fast. I wish everyone listening could see your hand. <laughs> <motions. laughs> like, that's how they move. Uh, and, oh, and, it, it, oh, that was classic. And I hate it when they like got rings on them and shit. Like they got weird markings. Like they're big enough that they actually have fucking markings. Ugh. Yeah. I've heard they're really good for your house, though, because they kill so many things. And um, the, they are, they all eat each other, too. Like, if they're dead, they just, they just, they kill, they eat everything that's dead. So, and they will kill other, other sh- shit you don't want. Oh, I can imagine. So, but I, I hate them. It's like a, it's like a fear I of mine. Them. Oh, God. I hate them so much. I hate them so much. They're, like, right up there with, like, ticks and... And parasites of any kind. I'm just like, ah, I shouldn't. Mm. It's a fear my mom gave me. She hates them. I think because I hate that they crawl on walls and they can crawl on any surface and they're just so fast. They're so fast you can never kill them. (laughs) You know what? I'm, I'm a big advocate of like, yeah, they might look creepy and no, I'm not gonna touch them. So don't worry about that. But like, if they're doing a service, they're doing a service, you know. No, I I can appreciate that. I just I don't I don't want to see them. Stay yeah. hidden. For all of you out there. <laughs> That's a message to them. Stay, stay hidden. hidden because it will be a mission of mine to fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get no pardons for me. If I can kill you, I will kill you. <laughs> if you are, a, a, I don't know what they're called. They're fucking thousand leggers. That's well, what I call them. Let's uh. Be accurate. I don't know. But I know what you're talking about, centipedes. Yeah. They're really cool. And and that's like an ancient symbol, too. That was in... It definitely is. Our last, um, uh, the Paradise BYB, that was the archaeologist and... Um, yeah, that uh, was epic. Dope. I, for, I forget his name. I'm sorry. I can't quote you. But I did retain the information that you gave. And centipedes are huge ancient uh, symbols of... Uh, it's a lot of shit, but they're used cross-culturally. The they're whole conversation. How centipede. centipede. Yeah, uh, cross-culturally, um, centipedes are... It was, it was basically a discussion on symbolism that is used throughout time and space um, by multicultures. And, like, one of the oldest symbols that you will see represented in centipedes are it. Um, it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did have one other person that I'd like to personally thank. No, um, keep going. And that's uh, Ian Chapin over at Yellow Rose Tattoo oh, right in uh, North Hills. Um, Ian and I have been friends for a very long time. Um, Ian's work is super traditional, like bold will hold, still uses coil machines. Awesome dude. Uh, super savvy, and he is tattoo through and through. Um, this dude collects vintage flash sheets, wow. like the whole nine. Um, one of the best, most honorable guys I have ever met Aww. in my life. Um, 
Ian, thank you for all of the motivation, always being willing to come in whenever I call you to tattoo me. Uh, like literally I've called this guy on his day off and I'm like, Hey, you want to tattoo me? And he's like, yeah, dude, I'll be over. I'll open the shop for you. <laughs> That's passion and, right and like, it's like, Whoa. All right. Hell yeah. It's always down. Uh, of course I always give him like fun stuff to do. Like the last time he tattooed me, it was a tattoo machine on the back of my left leg. Nice. Um, and like it just, I think the whip shading he did got a little too spicy. Um, but, you know. For my liking. Well, no. Like, he does that old school pepper yes. shade. Yeah, like, yeah. you cannot get a cleaner tattoo than yeah. this guy, right? Awesome. Um, very different style than the stuff I normally get and yeah. that I'm normally drawn to. But how clean everything he does is. It, everything is immaculate and impeccable. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, Clean, solid, solid as fuck. Bold, single pass lines. Yeah. Solid color saturation, first time. Black pepper and whip shade that's effortless when you watch this guy tattoo. You know, and you watch him tattoo and you're sitting back and you're just like, dude, what kind of magic are you using? (laughs) Right? Like, what spells are you casting to get that kind of an effect? I do think traditional artists... Man, like, it's so hard. Like, I, I, I can fake certain aspects of it, but it's so hard. It's so hard to make it well done and and clean like that because everything shows. It does everything when you eliminate a lot of the more complex elements to a lot of designs, mm-hmm. a lot of art, and a lot of style. When you really take a step to really try to simplify everything down to its essence, Ugh. right? And you can pull it off because knowing that the more you remove from it and the more simplified it gets, the more it's going to definitely show any possible flaw, any line wiggle, any kind of blowout, any kind of misstep in shading, any non-solid color, all of that shows. I mean, it's like like that with tattoos too. Screw you if their client is like, oh, it's just a circle. It's just a, it's just a square. Oh yeah, tiny little circles. Oh yeah, no, it's cool. Let me go and reach for my phone. <laughs> Are you kidding? Or like, it's just, it's just a line. Oh, it's just a line. I just want, I just want a line completely around my. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Line. Super easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. Yeah. The more simple you go with your tattoos, the, the more harder. every flaw will show. Yep. Right. To find someone that can execute that kind of stuff without hesitation, first time, simple, clean, quick work, yeah, that's impressive. Dude. Imagine the natives with the original. Dude, um, yeah, Polynesians. Yeah. Dude, you had one little spacing that was off and the whole next row got thrown off. I just like to think that they had time. They were bored enough that they were just like, okay, well, American I'm, natives did straight true. into this. Very true. Yeah, it's only going to take, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll hand tap it. It's going to take, you know, three weeks straight, coming yeah. in, sitting down, eight hours a day. Time, but, right? you know, yeah. And it's, what else do we have to do? We're right? only going to die at 30, but like, there's no time. Instagram or anything. <laughs> no. get raided right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what 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 are those blips on the horizon? Oh, it must be ships. Hold still. We're not done your arm yet. 
would think about it. They yeah. didn't have apps. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was Instagram. no knowledge. That stuff had to be yeah. passed down. But, I mean, literally, they didn't have anything else to do. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's um, like, fuck it. Let's do it. They only had to, you know, fish if they wanted to eat that night. Not taken away from the heart. Repair lodging or go hunting if they wanted yeah. to eat or, you know, whatever. Honestly, I think that's just the key is, like, the more you, you, uh, you just got to slow it down. Dial it back. Yeah. Slow yeah. everything down and it will make it better. That's That was the biggest advice that I was given by my tattoo artist that is doing my chest is when he saw my work at three years in, which this is classic information for three years in artists. Slow the fuck down. Yeah, You've it's not down. a race. Yeah. He's like, this you is not a time thing. Yep. And in fact, a lot of times the slower you move, the, the slower you go and the more correct it is when you put it in and you're taking your time to do it right the first time, you're moving way faster because yep. that's less time you got to go back into that part. Yep. Right. That's what drags everything out. That's why some people take a lot longer. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go slow, you do it clean and you do it right the first time, leave it alone. Yeah. Don't touch it. You yep. know, that it's very simple advice. Yep. Most people don't realize that, yeah, you want to go faster, move slower. Yep. You know, um, exactly. Rich uh, told me this one motto that he learned from uh, BJJ, Brazilian uh, yep. Jiu-Jitsu. He's nice. like, you know, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Yep. Yep. And it, it, I, the first time he said that to me, it blew my mind and I just couldn't get it out of my head for days. Yep. And I was like, damn. So true. That applies so much with everything. Not only that, but like just uh, in BJJ too, I recommend everybody experience it. I did a year. I'd like to, I don't know. I don't know what my life will be like, but I'm so thankful that I put myself to it for a year just to just to know the, the goods of the, at least on the abstract, because I fucking wasn't good at it at all. Uh, I definitely did not master nor get even close to what he Rich was saying. Yeah. But the other thing is, is that, and um, Gracie said this, is like, you know, what's the key with jujitsu? Well, you do this, I do this. You do this, I do this. So a lot of it is not overthinking too. Yeah. Because, and that's something that I really didn't master because I overthink everything and I would gas myself out before I even started. Yeah. So, and that's a big thing, you know, with anxiety, like you said, the hardest part is knowing what to do first, how to segment it, mm-hmm. isolate and just not overthinking it. Yeah. And just being like, okay, when you do this, I do this. And yeah. Yes, I do this. And it's so simple, but it's so important that you don't gas yourself out before you start. <laughs> yeah, you know, it comes down, in my opinion, that comes down to priority. Yes. Right. But that's a problem. Underst- a lot of people don't know how to priority. Understanding priority yes. is a big thing. Yep. You know, when you can sit down and you can say, okay, if this is what I want to accomplish, and I think this applies to a lot of things as well, like setting goals, um, understanding process, the whole nine. When you can sit down and say, I want to be here. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. I want to accomplish this. This is my goal. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's been identified. What steps do you need to take to do that? Right. And knowing where to start, what to do first, what to do second, what to do third. Like, perfect example. I get someone that comes in that says they want a full back piece. 
I explain all of this to them. Yeah. Okay, this is your goal. Yep. This is what we do to get you to that goal. Yep. This is what it will take. These are the steps that need to be done. This is what I'm going to be responsible for, and this is what I'm going to do. And I have a timeline, and that timeline will be met, come yep. hell or high water, even if I have to stay up until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, yep. finishing up the drawing the night before, which yep. I've done before. Um, not fun, but I will do it. Yeah. But if this is the timeline, these are the steps, this is where you will be. Yeah. Any deviation from that is going to prolong that process. Yep. You know? So it applies to a lot of different things. Yep. From executing a single tattoo to executing something like the process of a back piece or a sleeve or whatever. Yep. When you identify your end goal and then you identify your steps that you need to take to reach that goal, that goal can be achieved. Mm -hmm. If you want to get an apprenticeship, if you want to be a master tattoo artist, if that is your end goal, Know the steps you need to take to get there. You need to be yeah. good at art, so you need to master that. That would be step one. Yep. Um, even if you don't master that, even if you're still learning as you're going, you need to have a solid fundamental background, yes. right? If you do not have that, you cannot progress to step two yes. because it's not going to fall in place. And finish works. Yes. You know, like... Yes. Nobody wants to see... You know, you're half done shit. Yeah. It's not a portfolio piece. It's just not. So get it out of your portfolio. Yep. I had to learn that the hard way. Nobody wants to see your half done shit. Yeah. No one wants to see in progress stuff. No. It, no. It's like, that's cool. That's your progress. No, but it's a like sketchbook and we can see that you are evaluating yourself and your self learning. Okay. That's, that's, understandable. Yeah, that's understandable. But like that. tattoos. No, no, no. No one wants to see that. It's like, cool. But where's the finished piece? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where, yep. where's where's that end game where's mm -hmm. the end goal yeah like what's what's going on here yep. like oh cool yeah i see some of it's like got some shading in it but like what are you gonna do from here yeah where's this going and there are people that i've seen where i like their artwork far more than i like their tattoos mm -hmm. so that happens where you're like oh you know you have so much more mastery in this medium i can tell you're still you know kind of not getting there yet with right. the tattooing so it does take a while it does well, i feel like, like i'm like that honestly well <laughs> think about any artist trying to master a new medium though mm -hmm. right you're not going to start off even if you're really good using watercolors for painting portraits and you decide that you want to become a master oil painter that's not easy. No. You might understand value, form, You're anatomy. You're invariably going to try and clean your fucking brushes with water. Yo, <laughs> don't even get me started on that. Doesn't work. I was, fortunately, I was very, I was, when I was in college, I was taught not with acrylics, but with oils. Yeah. So I started off doing that and understanding that process and that medium. Yeah. Um, and how long everything fucking takes with oils because it's not a quick process. No. But there are certain things you can do to speed so it up. Much that's neither here nor there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. when you're building layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of paint. When, again, too, slow is fast because in order to do that with any other medium, it would, it would just take forever. If, mm -hmm. if it was possible at all. So it's like kind of a medium that it just fucking requires the time and you're happy you did it when you did it. Well, and I equate that a lot to learning anything. Yeah, it yeah. requires patience. Mm -hmm. And if you are not willing to be patient to achieve said outcome, 
you will never achieve said outcome. It's true. You will rush things and then things will get messed up and then you'll be discouraged and then you're not going to want to finish anything. And then what are you fucking rushing for too? Exactly. We're going to die. There's no prize. Yeah. There's no prize for being (laughs) able to turn around and say, oh, I just did this in this amount of time. Cool. But think about how much better it would have been if you had taken your time. Yep. And like you said, look around you. Realize text, you know, James Tex and James, or Steve, I'm combining their names, and Steve Moore are having a conversation, and you oh, have the opportunity to listen. It was so enlightening. <laughs> Just, I mean, being a fly on the wall around those guys was, and Shane Ford was there too, uh, and like, love, love his work. Um, there were so many, incre- Clint Danroth was there, Damian Robertson was there. Now again, what uh, convention was this? This was at the Deadly Tattoo Convention up in Calgary. Okay. Um, if they decide to host it again this coming year, highly recommend anyone it's out there. Deadly. It is, it is. <laughs> it is, I mean, with the cast like that. It oh was God. like 90% of artists, Matt Caruzan was there, yeah. if you know his work. Super yeah. neo-trad, but like, Clean well, I, as hell. I love Neotrad. Um, I, I mean, I don't do it, but I it's one of my it's probably my favorite. Yeah. So well, and that brings me up to two other people that have really influenced me, um, Devin Cooley and mm-hmm. Harlan Kantner. Uh, those guys kick ass. Super friendly. Super amazing people. Uh, I learned a lot from Devin. I got tattooed by him at Puerto Rico at the Puerto nice. Rico show a couple years ago. So that's and why was, you want to bring me there. I mean, you're <laughs> literally... Well, James will be there. I want to go everywhere, James honestly. and Anthony will be there. Oh, my God. All right. Fibs will be there. Fuck. Yalzi's right. there. All right. All right. What do you have to lose? Russ Abbott was there a couple years ago. I should ask my friend, uh, Lynette. She's she's Puerto Rican. It's, like, Lynette, you want to come? It is a great time. Okay. People there are amazing. I try to work it every year. Um, but it was, he, he tattooed me and like, he, I learned so much from Devin alone that it was mind blowing. I should, I should, um, invite Lynette now that we're, I'm, I'm totally brainstorming taking up your podcast, but my uh, friend Lynette, Ram, um, Ramos, uh, De, uh, DeSoto, she is, uh, she's the chicken lady. I've interviewed her on the podcast, Ooh. but she's, uh, she's awesome. And, uh. I should. I would pay her to come, honestly, and be like my be my Rico, because he'll probably hang back. But like, I don't know. Do you want to go to Puerto Rico? No. <laughs> See? Not really a big traveler. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's okay. He admitted that's it okay. to me recently. He was yeah, like, "Babe, I just I'm like to. St- I want to stay not, home." Not everyone is, and that's something you have to identify about yourself. You know, it's a lot of self reflection that goes into a lot hey. of. Things. Partly because he spent I three years. Grew year- up traveling. I was oh, born in okay. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. When I was two, we went to New London, Connecticut. My little brother was born from there. We lived in Jamaica, Queens. Then fucking Colonial Beach, Virginia. Then fucking uh, Dahlgren, Virginia. Then we moved to fucking Virginia Beach, Virginia. Then I went to Baltimore. You know, like, yeah. I think that's a huge reason why I just, I'm just like, I'm done. See, I, I, <laughs> growing up, I had a very similar uh, childhood. I was born and raised in, well, bo- I was born in Houston, Texas. Um, Mm. which was very different than where I live now. Um, I was 18 months old and my family decided to move to Anchorage, Alaska. Whoa. A little bit of a change. A little. Tiny bit of a climate change there, right? Yeah. 
Um, so we lived in Anchorage, Alaska for a couple years. Uh, then we moved to San Ramon, California. Jesus. Yeah. Um, cold, cold. Yo, right. <laughs> Yeah, because at least yours was, like, moving up and down the East Coast. Yeah, like you yeah no, like... this is, like, the four, like, different <laughs> borders of the United States, right? Yeah. Meridians um, of the world. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so we lived out there for a few years, uh, moved out to Pennsylvania and to the area I live now back in the early 90s, and wow. I've been there ever since. Wow. Um, and, you know, I've gotten to experience some crazy stuff. I remember going panning for my own gold in a stream up in Alaska. Oh, that's awesome. Picking wild blueberries. Did you from, find some? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh. No. I think my dad found, like, a tiny little, like, nugget oh, one year. That's but a lot of gold. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's like, <laughs> like a couple hundred bucks, man. It is. It is. Rich. For, like, a tiny little undefined And he's already nugget. started his exchange. Right, you know. So right. I, I, I keep telling him, I'm like, let me, let me melt it down into like a tiny little gold bar. Yeah. Let me do that. Please. Let me do that. Tiny, tiny little miniature. Well, that's ingot. the problem with owning gold is that people. It's like, okay, you own gold. Can you parcel it out? Like, right? you have what, to be what able do you to do to exchange that. All you need to be is like super hungry one day, and you can give away thousands of dollars in gold right? just because you're like, dude, I gotta eat. <laughs> I don't, in all honesty, I don't even know if it's enough to like make a tiny little gold coin. You could. But, uh, yeah. I mean, if it's tiny and it's, it's yours, whatever. It's tiny, tiny little guy. Make a little uh, gold but, bar. you know, I remember seeing beaver dams. Nice. You know, riding, riding on the back of a bike as a kid and seeing a legitimate, massive beaver dam and moose that were like two stories tall. That's crazy. Huge creatures. Um, See, this is why I love to travel. Is because I like the crazy. Well, it wasn't it wasn't all you know glorious and all that stuff. No, it when, isn't. When we were living in California, uh, San Ramon, California, is a suburb of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, in 1989, when we were living there, there was a massive earthquake, earthquake in the I middle of the World there. Series. Yeah, and that scared the hell out of me. I was terrified when the ground violently starts shaking underneath you to the point that you can see trees swaying back and forth outside, right? When Mm. everything is moving around you out of the blue and you're a kid, it's not cool, right? It is scary as hell. You didn't know if buildings were going to fall on you. They did on you know, some shit was sure. falling off the of walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who's to say the house isn't going to collapse? Yep. We don't know. Yeah. Um. So, like, it there was some scary stuff that went down, you know? Oh, but, yeah. I mean, that's California, so, like, it's that's California. That's the price of travel. I mean, uh, yeah. anytime you get in a car, every time you get in a place, I mean, there's no fucking guarantee you're going to get there. True. I just hope we go down on the way back. Let me experience some shit first, then, you, you know, take me so, out. So, well, and that's... <laughs> I will credit traveling as much when I was a kid to this. I have never been afraid of flying. Me neither. Ever. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I mean, oh, turbulence. It's cool, hold on. Let me, gra- let me hold my drink as yeah. the plane is dropping up and down. Whatever. Oh, we're, but- they're statistically, we're not going to crash. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Statistically, you have better odds than that than getting in your car every day. Exactly. You know? So I don't, I, don't, I don't fear flying. And I also... Definitely know that these people are better at doing hey, their job than I am that, at their doing their job. Are those stats huh? per capita? 
<laughs> he loves super capita things. Even even if even if things were to really go down, right? I'm such an adrenaline junkie. I'd probably love it, right? I would probably be like, Whoa! I mean, be the only survivor. I would yeah, love Joe, to know. Sure, I, would, I would have a ball. I mean, pending yep. I survive. So like, Seven days and you're I mean, I don't know. Surrounded by salt water. I mean, <laughs> I'd either want to survive and like not be too fucked up or just die, but it'd be nice to know if Tyler Durden was right about oxygen. Oh, <laughs> truth, truth. <laughs> you like at least let me be happy on the way down. <laughs> Put me in your. I, I mean, I I would yeah. be anyway. I'm I'm such an adrenaline junkie. I love that oh, stuff. I'm, like, I'm so. I want something to get my heart beating so fast it feels like it's gonna jump out of my chest. I mean, I like, like I love that. I like drugs that do that. Yeah, but so I'm believe not. it or not, believe it or not, believe it or not, all my bucket list is going swimming with great like the biggest great white sharks uh, in the world. That. I want to go cage diving with them. No. Um, off of the Baja Peninsula, where the biggest great whites in the world have been found. I mean, and because I'm not even going to be a snack. Yeah, to them. I would do that. I'm not even going to be a snack to cage them. Cage diving, I would definitely. Yeah, do that. I would. so I've seen them go right through the cage. Nope. No, I've yeah, seen no, them. I'm, I've seen them do that. That's part too, of the adrenaline rush. Fuck that. They're not. Um, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> uh, I've I've seen that too, but uh, I. I, I would I would hope that's more about who you're getting to do the dive with. Yes, and very true. How experienced they are because you know if they don't start pulling up that fucking cage when that thing starts knocking into it, then you've got an ass. I'm not saying they <laughs> don't have to clean out the dry suit yeah. after I get out oh. of that, but oh. like they're gonna need to hose it down that's really fine. well. Um, I can already tell you that. Like, I'm not going to have any bladder control when that big great white comes at me. But that's that's an experience that I would do if it was kind of like if I was invited on a trip. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yes. There are certain things that if you so you want to go. No, no, I mean, are you paying? Are we going? Because uh, I'm saying like fully like. Mm. That's Let me I'm save saying. a little bit more first. <laughs> But I am trying to do that before I hit 50. So. That's what I mean. It's like if I have somebody who's like, I'm going shark diving. I have an extra ticket for somebody you want to go. I'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah. If I don't have to, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, but one thing I will not technically, ever do. Technically, I hear you can go white shark diving in a cage off of the New Jersey coast because there's a major throughway for white sharks. Mm. Oh, yeah, wow. there is. So. Yep. It probably is not as clear, though. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's my worry. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in waters where I wouldn't get to appreciate it, or that the fucker just comes up out of nowhere. Because that would definitely be scary shit. Oh, yeah, the breaching great whites. We're just like, you know, like it's murky, murky fucking shark. (laughs) No, I want to see That's actually, that's one reason why I was actually thinking as an alternate location, maybe flying out to Johannesburg, doing a guest spot at a studio out there, and then going like... And then doing it. Yeah, because they... Yeah. Oh, my God, that's like a... Hot spot for yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. That's why I'm like, yeah. But they all breach out there. So like it's you you things. can't look forward to see them. You have to look down. And then by the time you see them, yeah, yeah, game yeah. over. Um yeah. but you know, that's that's my thing, right? Yeah. I, it's on my bucket list. I need to do it before I die. It's gonna happen. That's awesome. Just like completing my bodysuit. I wanna do that before I die. And I'm almost there. Maybe you should have a bucket list. I don't. I don't know. My whole, my whole life, I've always just been happy to be here. Like honestly, like I don't. I don't even mean that as like a 
joke. Like, I am just super fucking thrilled with life. Like, I find so many things beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Um, But that's why I say, like, there's just certain things that, like, I mean, I was a boring kid, too. Like, other kids, they were like, oh, let's do this. I'm like, no, we're going to get caught. That's stupid. You know, I don't want to, you know, like, I, I just, I'm not an adrenaline junkie. There are certain things that if somebody gave me an extra ticket, I'm like, no, man, you're going to have to find a different friend. <laughs> like, I'm not. Skydiving, I've heard, but I'm not there yet. Maybe one day I'll be willing, but skydiving is one of those things that I'm like, yeah, I'm jumping out of a plane if I got to. But I am not jumping out of a plane for leisure. So I I, I don't know. I'm one of those people where You'll it's do like, it. I'll do I that know. in a heartbeat. Skydiving might be a little bit different, nope. but swim with the shark shit. Yeah. I mean, I, the it. one He'll thing I am not going to do is go skydiving over shark-infested water. I will not yeah. do that no. under any circumstance no. ever. Do not ask me to. But do I'm not invite me to. No. <laughs> Yo, that would be fun. Oh my god, no. Apparently yeah. it takes a lot of practice to like control those though. Oh, I bet so. it does. I bet it does. I don't know. Maybe maybe one day I'll do that. Um, but you know, it's like I don't know. I have my priorities in order. I know I want to complete my bodysuit first. Yeah. Um, and as a reward for completing that, I think that's when I'm gonna treat myself out to go on white shark diving. But it's a good goal. I have uh, I still have most of my back completely open. Um, I've got one little tattoo in the middle of my back. I need to get lasered off. And then it's starting to figure out what I want to do as far as who I want to collab on my back. Um, cause I'm not getting it done by one person alone. I want to have multiple artists collaborate nice. on my back for one big piece. And I'm talking collar to butt cheeks, like all nice. the way down total butt cheek coverage. Nice. Um, cause if I'm going to do Gokway it, I said that he, he like went yeah. to another plane yeah. And the butt cheeks are Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. But, you know, <laughs> like I'll, it was I'll, like, I'll let you know what I think when like, I get there. He's like, I left there. my body. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I had to. <laughs> it's not going to be fun. No. But that's the price you have to pay in Nobody's order to achieve that. that kind of, you know, look. It's what you have to go through. Yeah. And that's something that I've signed up for. And you know what? If that's the price I have to pay, that's what I have to do. If I want to reach that goal... That is a step I have to go through. Yeah. You know? So, and I'm willing to do that without question. Mine's added because I want to make my butt... He loves my butt cheeks already, but I, I I, want them to be what I love to see in the mirror before I get them tattooed. I will want to get them tattooed, but they have to be what I want physically first. Mm. And, Fair enough. And then I would tattoo them. But I won't do it until I've ta- you know, gotten them to that physical level, though. I don't know why. I just feels like it. I, I just don't want to polish it. What I believe to be a turd. Stop. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of. I mean, it's kind of Rico's philosophy. It's like you know, I want my body to be amazing. Like you know, sometimes the tattoos they take away from the look of the body, and you're too distracted by the tattoos. Whilst I thoroughly appreciate the artwork. I just really want somebody to put something on on me where if it's on my ass, like I want to be a type of person that would show off my ass anyway. Mm. Just so that I would be very, very unabashed and like open about advertising for it and for them to be like, yes, I want to show you this portfolio piece. And it's in my head because I know that all body types are being welcomed a lot more now and 
artists are really challenged by that kind of thing. And shit, I might even have less fucking cellulite if I get my ass tattoo because it would break up all the shit. But like, I'm just saying, I I would want I'd want to reach some physical prowesses with my my body first, just because that I feel like I haven't invested enough in. Diary listeners, as we close 2022 to open up 2023, I have some shout outs and some plugs. Please check out the Jason Stapleton podcast. I cannot speak enough good things about Jason Stapleton. He has a podcast. Listen to it. Through it, you'll probably be led as I have to the Nomad Network. Also recommend that. Through the Nomad Network, I met Danny Hudson of the Tennessee Hot Sauce Company. He is a lovely person. He makes sure that his company is founded in his ethics, which is basically the best ingredients, the most fresh. His practices are awesome. The flavor is phenomenal. I can't recommend them enough. And more than that, you can have a subscription that you buy for somebody. So it can be an ongoing gift that either you give to yourself or a loved one that you know just doesn't go anywhere without their flavor. Next is the wonderful people over at Black Dagger Books. I can't speak enough good things. You guys have already heard some of my commentary on them. The product speaks for itself. Go to blackdaggerbooks.com. Reach out to its makers. They're amazing. I hope to interview them. But needless to say, the books are incredible. And more, it will give you a further perspective on who's awesome, who's doing amazing artwork out there, who to follow. That's what it's doing for us. So go get a subscription. It's 20 bucks a month. If you're an avid art fan, you got to do it. And also, have a blessed year. We love you listeners. Um, yeah, it's been a disappointment of mine, of myself. <laughs> but yeah, I, I hear you, dude. I would love to be um, completely covered. But for me, it's totally like a... If it happens, I want to be in alignment with these people. I want to be so like you put yourself in alignment with a lot of them. I would like to do that more too. Just, just, just to hear them talk. Like that's so awesome. Yeah, it, it's so it's awesome. an enlightening thing when you can hear these people that you really admire, like really truly look up to, and you can sit down with them and they're like, oh yeah, ask me whatever questions you want. So cool. And. And that's part of the reason why I've sought out a lot of these artists to get yeah. tattooed by. I want to know what they know. And in order to experience that and to gain that kind of knowledge, I know that I have to invest that amount of time to sit down, get tattooed by them, have their undivided attention and ask them step by step. Hey, okay, why are you using this here? What are you using for this? How are you doing that? You've been tattooing less time than me, and you know far more, and you've met far more people. So I think I'm it also works. a big social butterfly. Like so I have I. no qualms about talking to anyone. So am I. It doesn't matter. Um, Your dedication to tattooing itself shows. And well, thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I admit it freely. Yeah, like, I, I'm. It's expedited your your ability to be what you are. So that's good. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know any other way to be. This was an obsession that started a long time ago back in high school. Like, no, it's bad. 
It's yeah. an obsession. I freely admit that I have a problem uh, with knowing about tattoos and tattooing and having tattoo consume my life. That's not a problem. I mean, at least I'm not. I don't date you, so yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's where it might become a problem. We'll see. Um, we'll see. I used to tell people for the longest time. You know, I'm married to my job. Like this is my relationship. Is understanding this world of tattooing, mm-hmm. um, and then I came up the girl that I'm dating now and yeah. it's like maybe there is more to life you know and it's it's making me start to question a lot of things because up until this point I haven't found anything and and for those people that are out there that I may have dated in the past I apologize for this but I may not have found anyone that I found as interesting that I really wanted to know as much Aww. you know and That's it's cool. like because beyond that, it was like, yeah, 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 that's cool. We'll hang out. Like, but I need to learn about this. Yeah. Um, this is this this is here before you. This will be here out. I had that mentality. It might be less them, and it might be more you. It might be more where you're at right now. That could be it. Because you can relax. But at the a same bit. time, there's still a lot more that I feel like I need to learn. No, but you will, and you know you will. Right, and because, I, you're correct yeah. in that. You know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I've finally gotten to that point where it's like I'm starting to realize the amount of knowledge I've gained. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, where do I go from here? Yeah, it's paralyzing. Like I said, you know. Yeah, I started getting interested in tattoos and tattooing back in mid-high school. Wrote my senior high school term paper on tattoos as a controversial topic in the workplace. Yeah. Wrote every college paper I could on tattoos and tattooing in some aspect, whether it was iconography. Wow. I wrote a, an entire paper on Betty Page. Nice. Um, who, for those of you that don't know who Betty Page is, go and look her up. Yeah. She was the primary inspiration for a lot of the pinups that you saw in the 80s and 90s. Yes. Um, her likeness has been tattooed on more people than she's can like be the counted. dark side, the dark Marilyn Monroe, but she's, yeah. the, so, she's the alternative Marilyn Monroe. Believe it or not, yeah. um, if you were to take every published photograph of Mar- Marilyn Monroe, Cindy Crawford, and Kathy Ireland and combine that total number, it still wouldn't equal the amount of photos no, that I have know. been out no, there I, I that have been that. published of Betty Page. Yes. 40,000 unique photos. No. Well, she was an industry professional in all kinds of facets. She of was. Not only she was, up, but she was alternative. She was in kink. She was in all She that was kind of also stuff. one of the leading women's sexual revolutionaries. Yes. Um, yes. She, a lot of people give her credit for becoming the woman yes. that said, hey, it's okay to show your ankles. She's right? she's the reason why there's so many haircuts that we see today. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The Betty there's Page. Bangs. Yep. 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 She was notorious for her bangs. Oh my god. But you know, I wrote a paper on her because wow. she was a very heavy icon in tattooing. Wow. And I knew that if I wrote that, I would understand more about the iconography and tattooing. Wrote a paper for one of my religion classes in in college on tattooing in the Old Testament and how. Uh, you know, that helped create some of these preconceived notions that people have about tattoos. Yeah. Um, that actually ended up getting turned into a full 15-week course. That's awesome. Um, if you are an attendee of Temple University, by the way, highly recommend you take a class called The Bible in the Body. I'm not sure who's teaching That's it right awesome. now. But um, the final paper I wrote for a different class 
the professor emailed me and asked me if he could use that as the basis for a course. Dude, I want to um, look it up. I hope it would be cool if he does it online. Uh, he might. He might. I can always reach out to him and see I'd if he'd be interested in that. Because that, that would honestly uh, be a high interest of mine yeah. right now. And, I, you know, I have all my... Because tattooing has become very sacred for me. And it is. And I want to up it. And I, that would be so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, tattooing is something, through all this research and all these papers that I've written... And, and I love theology. All of this homework that I've done you know, you start to really understand how sacred the practice is, you know, and how deep it goes into the psyche of human beings. Well, and that's what it is for me. Um, and I, I want to bring that back. And honestly, right now, if I were to say something about what I feel like uh, we're challenged with right now as a society is there's a spiritual something going on right now like it's huge right now and it's been a block for me to tattoo because i feel like people are heavily indulging in just uh, like they're they're using tattooing as like a drug right now mm-hmm. and they're being very reactive with their tattoo acquisition it's not like you where you're dedicating it to this is an advancement of who you are your person as a like i see why you get the tattoos you get why you offer up a space and say it's an awkward space let's just do this because you get to learn from somebody but for somebody who comes in and is like i just want to be tattooed because i just want to feel or that is like i can't or i or they're just i can tell they're just getting tattooed i don't i can't do it anymore Mm -hmm. i can't just put a tattoo on somebody when i don't and I don't know them. I don't know their connection to it. I really want to slow everything down. And I really want the marks that I make on people from this point forward to be integral. Because I do feel like we're at a spiritual kind of like, it's a it's pressure a point right now. Yeah, it's a pressure point. And yeah. something's going to pop. I think it's going to be really good. But if there's something that I feel right now that's going on that's really hitting me, it's like this the spiritual war mm-hmm. that's happening. And and I really, uh, you know, everybody said, don't be on the wrong side of history. It's more like I don't want to be on the wrong side of that kind of karma. Mm-hmm. I really, really don't. And I, uh, it's kind of it's kind of stopping me. Um, so one thing that, and I've run into that yeah. a couple of times. Um, one thing that I, always helps me remember what my purpose is, is to remember that, you know, tattooing, when it first came about, was a sacred right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are practitioners yeah. of that sacred right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it is not something that everyone can do successfully. It is something that takes time. It takes training. And it is very deeply spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's a small tattoo or a large scale tattoo. There is pain involved. And that is not easy for some people to to deal with, you know. Um, and because of that, it does create an extra connection mm-hmm. between the artist and the client. Um, and I say client, not canvas, because I believe that people are human. Yeah, yeah. Right? To call someone a canvas is to dehumanize them. Absolutely. Um, and to take away any kind of personal... Um, or human trait. So I, I prefer the term client because we provide services 
They're not a customer. They're not purchasing something. Correct. They are purchasing a service, yeah. right? We are providing a service. They are a client. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my own like little kind I of I like, like collector too. Yeah, collector, yeah. client. Yeah. A- absolutely. But there's something deeper there. Mm-hmm. They're trusting you to permanently alter their body and their permanent physical appearance. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not quite so permanent anymore, but, right. you know, you know what I mean. Um, but it's, there is a spiritual type of portion that you go through. It's an experience. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's borderline torture. And if you're doing that with a very emotional pressure point, uh, you can embed that that psychological mm-hmm. trauma in somebody Absolutely. forever. Well, for a very long time. I mean, I, you have to get a cover-up or a laser removal session in order to like not yeah. make it permanent. So, And I've yeah. actually turned people away before. You know, oh, yeah, if, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, if they're not in the right headspace, I'm sorry, but I'm not tattooing you. Right now I haven't turned people away. I just haven't gotten back to a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just about to open up to it. I think I'm ready. Uh, but this... I'm so glad this happened when it did. This whole meetup, mm-hmm. talking to you, everything—it's made me excited, and um, I think I know more. And I do. I'm interested in that—that that biblical, yeah, um, biblical in the body or Bible. In the oh, body. I, I can talk about that stuff all day long. I know. So if you ever wanted to continue this or bring me we're on, gonna, for we're gonna part yes. two or anything we've, like that. We've done. Let me know. Almost three and a half hours. Yeah, I think that should be enough content for you to get like a good. And we have to get bit. up early, so I yeah, to, I know, he's right? He's gonna get to sleep because <laughs> he's gonna get to work um, the next morning. I'm gonna get him back to work tomorrow, so I hate that I have to end it because um, I never like to do that. Yeah. But in that, how can people reach you? How do you like to be contacted? And um, send a raven. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, or an owl if you have an owl handy. Yeah, but raven it. ravens are a little bit easier I to get a hold keep of. Your bird. Um, yeah, sure. just send one back with a message. That's all That's I right. ask. Um, no, you can reach me on Instagram at Philly Inc. Um, you can also email me at Jason L tattoos at gmail.com. Um, if any of you are interested in getting prints made, you can always reach out to me at, uh, Philly Inc. Printing, um, or f- tattoo art prints on Instagram. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, everywhere and nowhere all at the same time uh thank you so much for having me on here uh, it, this has been absolutely awesome i can't thank you enough i mean um, i leverage time at applebee's for yeah, this i mean i'd rather be here talking with you so i think it's dope yeah thank you it's been an honor and i can't yeah. thank you enough ditto thank you so, all right yeah. bye everybody bye. until next time there will be a next time To sign off, everyone, we wanted to thank Jason Leeser, your amazing man, and we hope that, uh, I don't know, that this just, uh, you know, extends your reach, uh, keeps growing, all of us, and uh, we're, we're, we're very blessed by all of this and all of you. To our listeners, we just want to thank you for being such a, a wonderful blessing to us I mean, we, we couldn't do this without you. I mean, otherwise it would just be shouting into the void. So for all of your listening hours, for your dedication to the podcast, you know who you are. You make this. It's amazing. We, we can't thank you enough. This, I think, will be uh, upon September. 
our, it's either, I think it's September, will be our fourth year podcasting, four whole years. So uh, it's pretty epic. And uh, I, I can't express to you how much it has made me grow. And in the background, uh, my relationship with Rico just gets more and more strong. We, we know more things about each other. So, you know, even though he hasn't been on the podcast uh, very much, I just want everyone to know that he's still such a, a support. He's security. He's, he's, he's the backbone, uh, the heavy lifter in all ways. So uh, I want to applaud him, even though he's not, not a consistent voice here. He is an essential part of the show and my life. So uh, definitely big shout out to him. To everyone, a happy year end. Be safe, be warm, love, love hard this year. We've been through a lot. You know, keep, keep the ones that matter close. All right, everybody. Till next year. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our our listeners. listeners.